right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman Pretty and Green King. That's how for the morning tale that is. Ah, there it is, man. Happy St. Paddy's Day, right, Sean. Man, I appreciate it. No, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Everybody's Irish today, man. you damn right they are, man. Did the you know St. Pat wasn't Irish, though? No. What? He was Italian. What? That St. Patrick was Italian. I feel like... You feel lied to? I do. Yeah, I feel real yeah, deceived he's, uh, right now. Yeah, he's he's famous because he went to Ireland and got all the snakes out. Cause apparently, we had a snake problem over there, and he okay. converted all the Irish to being Catholics. That's why he's a saint. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was an Italian fellow. Interesting. You also know that St. Patrick's, uh, the, as a holiday, is an American thing. I mean, I could believe that. Yeah, I could oh. definitely believe that. So they don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day just, in Ireland. It's like a regular Saint Day. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Gotcha. Something special. Uh, you know what? They also don't eat corned beef and cabbage. That's an American thing, too. I'm sure it is. I'm sure also drinking green beer and taking green jello shots is also an American yeah. thing. But, you know, us Americans, we like to take stuff I mean, and just run with it. It's what we do. That's true. It is what we do. But hey, but you know what? You're dressed I am in green. An Irish American. You got so the this ginger is my hair holiday. going. Yeah, man. This is all about you today. I know. I didn't do anything special. <laughs> <laughs> I went to work. I went to work and then my boss was talking about, uh, he's like, yeah, man, everybody's so like extra with their, uh, their Irish brogue. And uh, he's like, my teacher, my, my kid's teacher, this kid's about five years old, mm-hmm. uh, did for 45 minutes, which is like talking like a leprechaun like the whole time. <laughs> and I looked at my boss. I was like, you know, I'm that guy though. Right. Like I definitely do that too. You do. do I just that. turn that brogue on for no reason. Man, you get it rolling. Sometimes real quick. I get it like I am a leprechaun, but then sometimes I try to be more real about it. Like yeah. I'm, you know, actually from my. You've done it on the show a couple times. Oh, I know. And I mean, I'm sure after this is our seventieth episode, Sean. Seven zero. So for seventy oh, seventieth, for seventy episodes, I've been introducing you. Every single one is Sean the Irishman King. Not so everyone had the Irishman. Man. If they don't realize, you used to do a red beard. I think I've done that maybe like one, but it's every nickname has been within <laughs> the realm of being Irish. The only real switch ups is I think I do red beard or ginger, ginger beard King ginger beard yeah. and fighting Irish when we do our versus episode. But it's always something that refers to your Irish heritage. So if you don't know, if people don't know you're Irish by now, I don't know what the fuck yeah, you're listening to yeah. at this point, but hey, I guess people always sometimes are surprised when I say that I'm Irish. Why? I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Your hair's red. Yeah, I don't understand it. You're man. straight up ginger. Not saying that it makes... Well, you know, I could have been Scottish. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess so. I don't know. It's easily just as much, if not more, Scottish redheads. Really? Yeah. You know, the typical Irishman actually has, like, dark, dark hair. Mm, like black? Like black hair. Interesting. You do have blue eyes, though. That's that's odd for... I'm the rarest combination. I get people telling me that all the time. I've never once looked it up to know if it's true, <laughs> but I get people, people telling me that red head and blue eyes is the rarest hair and eye combination. Interesting. Who's telling you this? Is it? It's mostly girls. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I guess we could trust them. Yeah. 
I mean, it sounds good. It does. I'm going to go with it. It does sound good. I mean, it makes you sound real exotic. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not just the normal Irishman. You're a fucking, you're a rare breed. Good job, man. Good on you. <laughs> I mean, good I nothing on to do with it, you. <laughs> All right, man. You know, in the in the theme of the day, because it is St. Patrick's Day, yep. we're going to do a little mini segment of this episode. All right. We're going to talk about which characters are Irish. Got a little list. We're not going to dive too much into it. Interesting. Which comic book characters are Irish? Okay. You doing right. Marvel and DC? Marvel or just and DC. DC? Not, okay. And this is not in any particular order, but I am going to leave the one that I think will surprise you the most as the last one. I not a particular order you, except for the last. I feel like they're all going to surprise me because I cannot, for the life I of mean, me, off the top of my head, think of one superhero that readily is like, I'm Irish. Maybe Daredevil because his hair, he's also number one a on the list. Is he? Yeah, that's the only one Daredevil, I can And he's Catholic. Matt Murdock, and he's Catholic. He, yeah, he's, he's Catholic. Irish Catholic. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Number two is a character called Shamrock. <laughs> 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 hit, the, hit the nail right on the head with that yeah, one. Huh? It's, uh, it's a Marvel character. She's possessed by the souls of thousands oh, it's of a spirits. She? It's she. a she? Oh, I didn't expect that one. Poss- Possessed by the souls of thousands of spirits lost in the past wars, her power is that she's lucky, much like Domino, which is the more famous lucky character. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We have uh, Makes sense. Siren. Irish. I'm going to do these two together. Siren and Banshee. So Banshee, the X-Men character. Yeah. Not okay. Banshee, the DC character, which I got confused mm, Okay. in the beginning of this. Um, but, you know, in first class. Yeah. yeah. I um, remember. Banshee has a kid named Siren. So they both basically have the same power. Fair enough. Kyle Rayner, the Green Lantern. He's Irish? He's Irish. He's an Irish fellow. He's Irish, and he's also, so he's only 50% Irish, but we're going to go ahead and count it. But his his mother is actually from Ireland, and he has been taught Gaelic. I think it's a fun little little tidbit they have out there in comic book world. That is cool. What's the other half of him? Do you know? Uh, it's It's Latin, but I don't know which... So yeah, it's half Latin, half Irish? Half Latin, half Irish. Inter- that's an interesting mix. Yeah. The third Ant-Man, whose name is Eric <laughs> O'Grady. <laughs> I remember this Ant-Man. He's the one. Because I didn't remember this character yeah, at all. Yeah, he's the, he's the douchey Ant-Man. He's the one who would, like, get small and, like, spy on women and shit. <laughs> If I'm I not- just know that he stole. He stole the. Apparently, Shield had an Ant Man suit that was like being stored. Yeah, and he just stole it. Yeah, you know what? If I, I think his. So you know, in the movies, they make it that um, Scott Lang is more of a thief, which I think is fairly accurate. But I think they took some inspiration from this other Ant Man too, who's. Well, Scott Lang was the second one. Right. Right. So you're saying that... I'm saying for the movie, I think they oh, also took inspiration oh, okay. from the third Ant-Man in or, when, when they were creating his character. I just, Yeah, I just... I think I just remember like them talking about how he was just kind of like a pervert. <laughs> just kind of like the douchiest. <laughs> Unreal. I mean, which is... I don't know. All the Ant-Man are kind of douchey, honestly, but they all got their issues. Yeah. But good old O'Brady, right? What's his name? Is it O'Brady? O'Grady. O'Grady. Sorry. Crazy. O'Grady. <laughs> Judge Joyce, which is from a future, he comes back from the future from the past, where Ireland has become the Emerald Isle. Mm. And basically, he's judge, a jury, and executioner. And what he does, 
is if you don't follow the stereotypical Irish ways, then he executes you. Okay. <laughs> what? You can't make this stuff up, That's Nick. Intense, you can't make man. this stuff up. They're just like, we're going to make the Irish characters the most intense we can possibly make them. Yeah, crazy. Next up, we got Jack O'Lanterns, which if you didn't know, Jack O'Lanterns are actually from Ireland. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So he just leaves bombs all over the place. No, oh, what, what an asshole. Another big character, Black Canary, the first one, though. Wait, what? Black Canary, which is not Diana Lance. It's the other one. That I can't think of her name right now. Mm. It's the one that's actually uh, in Birds of Prey, but the name's still escaping me at this moment. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, she wasn't. I don't think she was definitely <clears throat> not Irish in Birds of Prey, but whatever. No. Uh, I should have done this one with a daredevil. Uh, Bullseye, his male greatest villain. All right, the one that's going to surprise you already. All right. This is my last one. The Black Canary one fairly surprised me. <laughs> Wasn't expecting this that. This is going to surprise you more. <laughs> All right, let's go. Captain America. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what? He's, yeah, Irish. No. he's Irish. No, he's not. His parents were Irish immigrants. Get the fuck out. Uh, mm, does that make sense? I guess Poor it does. Irish immigrants. He's just as Irish as freaking Daredevil. That's great. For what? Captain America. Yep, but he's Captain America. How is he I Irish? Know, he's Captain America, but he's Irish. He's got blonde hair and blue eyes. Still. Crazy. No, really? Yeah, he was on multiple lists I was looking up. That's insane. No, I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking Captain Surprising, America right? is Captain Irish, Oak, huh? Good old Steve Rogers. Man. He's got no hint of art. They hot that shit well, <laughs> man. My gosh. <laughs> His name is Steve Rogers. I mean, what kind of name is Steve Rogers? I'm pretty sure it's not Irish. Listen, just because it Does doesn't it, have a Mick or an O I'm, no, in the I beginning of that last name. Isn't Keen of Irish descent? Yeah. Right. I feel like Keen and Rogers are just, they're not far apart from each other. It's that makes a, no sense. It's not a huge <laughs> What? Listen, there's a lot of different Irish names. I, I mean, I don't, I know that, but I just, I don't know. Steve Rogers just sounds... Sounds like a what? Very American. Just like straight <laughs> up, just like white but Americans. But where, you know, America is the melting pot of the world. So I mean, all these names, like there is no true American name. I don't disagree with you there. I guess all, all American some names place. are all derived from somewhere, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. That's crazy. That is very shocking, though. I would have yeah. never guessed. You don't think about it. You just think of him as American. That's what I'm saying. But he had to come from somewhere. His heritage yeah, had to come from true. somewhere. Wow. Unless, you know. Unless they made Captain America Native American. Hmm? Then we could have said he was American. That. Bingo. Yep. Rewrite the whole thing. Yeah. Make him somebody else. All, All right. right. That's a little a little fun segment in the beginning. We can get to the real topic now. Nice, man. That was good. I liked it. I enjoyed that. That was fun. And yeah, you definitely surprised me there. Good stuff, bro. All right. So the main topic of the day, the main event. <clears throat> in honor of you, Sean. In honor of your day. We're going to be talking about Batman. Yeah, because we totally blend that out. Because <laughs> yeah. he's, I mean, Batman's not Irish, at least not that we know of. Is he Irish? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, he could have some Irish in him. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure he could. It's very yeah. possible. Very, very possible. But man, we, I mean, there's more. There's just, that was just what I did. That, no, that's fair. That's good enough. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about Batman. More specifically, we're going to be talking about the alternate versions of Batman. So kind of like we've done an episode similar to this with Superman. We talked about the different versions of Superman, 
Elseworld versions, alternate universe versions, all different world versions, all that fun stuff. Uh, so we're just going to do the same thing with Batman. Let's do it. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good time. Now, a couple things. One, we will not be able to get to every single different version of Batman because there not are even a close. shit ton of them. We're really just going to hit on like some of our favorites, some of the more popular ones. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really just kind of how we're, how we're going to do well, it. Shout out your girlfriend. She's on our clubhouse. Look at that. Fuck. Hey, babes. She should, she should ask a question is what she should do. <laughs> She's not going to have a question. <laughs> it could be a question. It could be a question about anything. Fair enough. Sorry, continue. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get excited, man. I'm excited. Somebody's here. Nice. So we're going to be doing, uh, yeah, alternate versions of Batman. Uh, like I said, we're not going to be able to address every single one of them, but we're going to try to get to most of them. Uh, some of our favorites. I don't even say most. Some of them. We got yeah, a decent chunk. Right. Maybe 20%. Decent <laughs> chunk. You're, you're right. Good point. Good point. Uh, some of our favorites, some of the newer ones, some of the most popular ones, just kind of whatever. We're just going to be spitballing this. Right. Yeah. We're so gonna... you read you read one comic. Correct. And I read I read two comics. So Correct. those three comics we'll dive slightly more into. Right. And the other we'll ones. a bunch of like honorable mentions. Yeah. We're going to gloss. Some of them we're going to gloss over. Some of them we'll give as much backstory as we did. Look. We're just going to dive into this. We're winging this shit. We're going to go based off of our uh, our knowledge, what's off the top of our dome. So, Sean, you being the resident DC expert and Batman being your favorite character, why don't you go Started ahead and start? Off? Yeah. All right. So, the first one I want to talk about is the Batman from the Red Rain Batman. Okay. Now, this one is set uh, with Batman versus Dracula. Now, there's actually a couple different stories of Batman versus Dracula. Okay. Um, this is just happens to be the one that I read. And so the storyline basically goes that the the red rain from the title is actually pollution in Gotham, which um, didn't seem like it was going to be that important and then made more sense later in the comic. But it kind of starts out with there's all these murders going on in Gotham where uh, the victims' necks are being ripped out. Jeez. And the mayor, who is a new mayor, um, wants... To this to be handled as quickly and as quietly as possible. He doesn't want people to know because he was just voted mayor and he doesn't want to like lose his position. Right. Gotcha. So it's got, it does have Gordon and there's the commissioner. So he's telling commissioner Gordon, I want you to go out. I want you to take care of this. Like do everything you have to, but don't let anybody know that this is happening. So, um, we basically get to see some of the murders and it's very clear early on that it's it's the poor and the homeless and the people that are living on the street that are being targeted first, right? Meanwhile, Batman is having all these like dreams that he feels that are dreams where like this mist kind of woman is like hovering over him and then like he wakes up and he's like, that's the most vivid dream I've had. And you see him have this dream like three or four times in the comic. Okay. And he's also noticing that all of a sudden uh, like light is like kind of bothering him he's like feeling really energized during like the nighttime but like he's just has to sleep throughout the day but as soon as like the sun's down he's like up and like full of energy and he wants to go out and uh so he's kind of donning his his batman you know nest but he's trying to figure out what's going on like how are these murders happening and what's crazy and i thought was interesting in this comic is he's counting like he sees like four in a row and usually you see like that you know batman's really on top of like how many of these murders but then it keeps cutting to like the police officers talking because they're investigating it and you realize that the police officers have counted like in their they're like 
20 some of these murders. So Batman's not even aware of all of the murders that are really happening. Oh, wow. So as the story progresses, um, you do eventually like kind of see Dracula and you see all like the vampires and, uh, Batman finally kind of catches up to one of the vampires attacking somebody and he's not able to save this person, but he starts fighting uh, a straight up vampire and uh, it's like a girl vampire. And like the first thing that happens is is the vampire like hits him and Batman goes flying and he's like, there's no way that a woman of that size could possibly have that much strength. He's like calculating his head like that's not possible. So he's like fighting her and he's basically losing and he chases her into this alley and she's just like disappeared. She's gone. He's like, how is this possible? Mm. Meanwhile, he's going on and he's still having like these changes. Like he goes to his car and he pulls the open, unlock the door and he rips the door handle right on off. Jeez. Um, and he's beginning kind of a, like expect because he saw like the person he was fighting that like, like he's fighting the idea that vampires are real. But like he's concluding like that's the only possibility. So he goes. How long did it take him to come to that conclusion? Like, did he come to it in that fight? Uh, no. Probably, like, halfway through the comic, does he actually kind of okay. come to this conclusion? It's funny to think, like, Batman being, like, as smart as he is and being, like, the world's greatest detective and everything, right? All the stuff that he's encountered, like, I do wonder, like, how long would it take him to be like, damn, you know what? Maybe, maybe these vampires are real. Like, I mean, I've battled aliens. Like in all types of stuff. Well, See, I, I feel so like it, it very depends on like the version of the character. You know yeah, what I mean? that's true. Because like the version that sees all the mystic arts, you, right? You feel like this wouldn't be that far off. No, you you almost think you wouldn't even be surprised. You know yeah. what I mean? It'd be like lower on the list of things that shocked him. Like like oh vampires? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like I've seen ghosts. I've seen aliens from another planet i've seen yeah all types of crazy mystical arts and demons and all this i've literally run from death would be that far-fetched to think there's vampires but so is this version of batman like uh kind of separated from all that other stuff yeah this is this is an elseworld story gotcha okay so he uh eventually goes to a doctor and he's like i need you to test my blood he's like well what do you want me to test for and it's funny because the doctor is like you know you've missed your last three annual visits and it's the middle of the night why you come in here right now he's like i just need you a test for anything unusual and uh he keeps showing people his back but he doesn't like show the reader what's going on in his back he's like do you see like what's my back and the doctor's like oh my god what's this and you, you see the same thing with alfred like what is on your back mm. and uh, um so he gets his blood tested and then eventually he goes sees like a person that's supposed to be like an expert on vampires and he's like basically like tell me about him like like, what's actually real? Like, if vampires are real, what is real? Like, versus, like, all the stuff that you kind of just, like, hear. Right, like, what's folklore and what's, like, based yeah. in, in truth. And Which is funny, because I just found some of this stuff out when I went on the vampire tour in New Orleans. Nice. According to the people there, they are very real. Well, they stem from uh, the women that came over and they had, what, syphilis? Mm-hmm. Yep, they used to bleed from the eyes and stuff like that. And they would yeah. bleed from the gums. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's still a whole uh, underground vampire culture there where they, like, legit drink blood. Hmm. Yeah. Did you go to one of those bars? No, I did not. No? But there are bars that exist there. <laughs> and uh, you can be, there's, like, there's like a head vampirist, vamp, vampress, that's how you say it, um, and then, like, a head vampire, and they can, like, um, 
ordain you as a, like an official vampire and like you could get the implants for like the vampire teeth and yeah, so they bite your neck. No, they molt. They, you know, I, that was I learned about too. this too, but I don't remember much. Yeah, they actually, the vampires there don't seem to bite necks as much. They just kind of bite wherever actually. Hmm. Like they were talking about one set of vampire brothers who actually sucked from the wrist a lot and they didn't actually go for the neck. Which, I mean, I guess would make more sense because unless you're going to hit like someone's jugular, like that large vein in their right. neck, you're not going to get that much blood, right? But from the wrist, like it just... I feel like you're going to get plenty. Yeah, probably. I'm sure either way you'll get more than what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is going down. Yeah, 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 let's go back. Yeah. Okay, sorry. But you were talking about vampires and this was recent. So go ahead. Yeah, so basically he learns about like how vampires really don't like light and like that uh, they don't like silver and... Um, the whole stake through the heart, like all that stuff. Apparently, if vampires are real, that this is also supposed to be believed that this is real. And then he has this this question. He's like, "Does being a vampire make you evil?" And Batman asks this. Batman question. asks this question to like okay. this expert, and she's like, "Well, I don't know. Like, do you consider like a predator going after prey evil?" Mm, good question. Yeah. So that's like a big kind of question for like the storyline. Anyways, so he ends up going back to the like that alleyway where like the vampire he was fighting earlier disappeared, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like found that he's got like new like kind of like superhumanish strength, and he's like the only place that this person, this vampire, or this person could have gone is down this sewer through these bars, and one of the things he learns about vampires is that they can become mist. He's like, so if this, if I'm to believe like mist is possible, and the mist can have gone down through these bars. So I have to go and look down here. So basically he grabs the bars and he just rips it out of the ground. And then he goes down there. And lo and behold, tons and tons of vampires. And he's like fighting vampires off. And it's clearly too many for him. And then the girl from his dream appears with like basically this whole like team. And they have like guns that like shoot stakes. And they're just like killing all the vampires. Wow. And uh, then Dracula actually shows up and Dracula has this ability that basically everybody turns to a a vampire. He can kind of like control. Okay. So he's like, he basically comes to the room. He's like, all of you bow. And so they all like trying to fight it and they're all like end up bowing and they all kind of start holding their guns like to themselves. And then like Batman clearly realized that he needs to do something about this. So he like kicks Dracula and they like fall down another sewer drain and uh, they end up in this area where there's, like, light in between them. And, like, Dracula had, like, clawed through, like, his chest. And so, like, there's this blood, and Dracula, like, is, like, compelled by it, so he can't quite leave, but he can't get to Batman because there's light in the way. Okay. Basically, this happens to, like, the sun actually fully comes up, and then Dracula leaves. Batman's able to escape. So, eventually, he meets this girl. Her name is Tanya. Okay. And uh, she's basically, like tells her story and that she's been alive for like hundreds of years and she was controlled by Dracula this whole time. And she like kind of forgot what it was to be human. And like somehow uh, when Dracula was about to go and like murder a child, that's like the thing that kind of like snapped her out of it. Mm-hmm. So she was able to escape. And if, when you get far away from Dracula, like the control that like he has over you like disappears. So he, she like leaves and then she's like feeding on animals and stuff. But like, Apparently animals, like, basically, like, it's, like, super hard to get down, but you have to eat something to survive. And she ends up, like, creating, like, a, a serum that, that she can drink instead that, like, helps her kind of, like, gain her, like, control back. Okay. 
from that, she uses the serum on others and basically brings this whole team that's all just meant to take down Dracula. And she's like, for months I've been visiting you while you sleep. And she's basically like hints the fact that she's been biting Batman while he's been sleeping, but not hitting any major veins. And that's why Batman's getting all these changes that he's slowly becoming like a vampire. So she was doing this on purpose. She was doing this intentionally. So she was trying to turn him into a vampire. Yes. Crazy. And basically what you kind of find is like, she's just trying to give him the abilities so that he can go and fight Dracula. Okay. Um, And so they kind of come up with this like whole huge plan of how they're going to take Dracula and everybody down. And um, Dracula ends up like kidnapping commissioner Gordon to kind of bait Batman. And Dracula explains that, uh, you know, for centuries he's been like in hiding and like doing this kind of like slowly, like, you know, biting people and feeding off them, but he's never been so like careless and just going for it ever before until he got to Gotham. And the reason is, is two pronged. He's like, he's like the pollution in your rain that has like been on everybody has polluted everybody to the point where like, I am truly now a monster. Which I was like, that's crazy. That is crazy. He's like, and your city's so perfect because you guys are so unwilling to see what right what is right in front of you that you guys don't care about your homeless and poor that I can keep just killing them and converting them as much as I want and all of you guys will just continue to ignore it. Damn, Dracula got deep on him. Yeah, man. my gosh. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> jeez. So the so let me make sure I understand this. He's basically saying that. Gotham is such a polluted town that when it rains, the rain is so full of shit that him sucking the blood of people who've been exposed to this rain, this disgusting rain, has basically him like crazy. Yeah, it's like like poison kind of their blood and he's drinking that poison blood and it's just driving him insane. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He's like, he's like, it's for this reason that like I don't care. Like nobody's ever gonna catch me. And then he also explains that like you guys are all just ignoring it. Yeah. Um. So Tanya and Batman come up with this plan. Um, and they don't tell you what the plan is, but Alfred's like fully aware of it. And basically, what you find out is that, uh, Batman's going back to the sewer. And basically just throwing all of his batterings and made of silver. And he's just like hurting all the vampires, throwing all his batterings. Mm. And Tanya and her team are on the other side of the sewer, like trying to hunt. So Batman starts running away. So all the vampires will chase him. And like the stragglers are going to be getting hunted by Tanya and her team. And this is all meant to just lead through the sewer, sewer to the Batcave. Okay. Where Alfred has set up a bomb. And blows up all of Wayne Matter to have it all collapse through the Batcave and kill all of Dracula's army, including Tanya and her team. Wow. Yeah. And so Batman goes and like meets up with Alfred and um he has like this feeling like like I can tell where Dracula is, and all the bats that are like in the were in the Batcave are all flying to the same place. And then finally Batman like reveals his back and he's growing weak. Insane. I know. He's like, this is like essentially what like the gift that Tanya had like gave me. Wow. Like gave me these powers, gave me these wings. So he goes and flies, and it's the same kind of deal. Like he's going to fight Dracula, but he's Dracula's outmatched for him. But so he just keeps like throwing batterings that are silver like into him and into him, and Mm. uh, they end up having like a fight, a 
fight in the air and basically like Batman's eventually able to kick him down into like a big stake that goes through his heart and wow. kills Dracula. But he's like Batman's like bleeding out, so like the panel kinda ends, you're like, Oh my god, what happened to him? And then you see the like, Bruce Wayne's uh grave. Craziness. And then uh the next panel is like Alfred basically like he inherited everything. So he's uh put in a huge percentage of his like money to make like a homeless shelter for all the homeless because like everybody's not been given like no fucks about them this whole time. Right. And uh, then the next panel is like him going to like this dark basement and uh, Batman saying, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to need the back car anymore because he's got wings now. He's like, Bruce Wayne is dead. Uh, but Batman is still alive. And it's like him with his wings like out. Um, he's like, and Batman is a vampire, but a vampire doesn't necessarily mean that you're evil. And that's how the comic book ends. Craziness. Yeah. It's a good read. It's pretty cool. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I always wonder like how much I'm going to retain when I have to like redo Fucking, this. You retained I like a I lot it. of it. Yeah. I feel like nah. I did a good job. You gave me way more than I expected. I was yeah. like, whoa, shit, this dude. I don't know if I retained that much from the comic book <laughs> I read, but we'll, we'll see as time goes on. But before we move on, that's, that wasn't the last time that we ever saw a actual vampire Batman. Right. Another alternate version of Batman that um, we saw in the... It was actually in an animated movie as well. Uh, Justice oh, this is the one I thought you were going to mention. Oh, this is another one, too. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, Justice League Gods and Monsters introduces a Batman who is not Bruce Wayne, but he is an actual vampire. He's Kurt Lingstrom. He's Man-Bat. Ah, look at that. So I read that comic did as you? well. So I did the animated movie, but when we did the alternate versions of Superman, I read that comic, right, and it goes over all Superman. three of the characters. Do you remember his his origin? He uh, He's trying to um, find a cure for um, lymphoma. And basically, he's got a girlfriend and a best friend. His best friend does uh, like nanobite like technology and then he's like making serum that like he uses like kind of like something with he uses something from bats to like make the serum to try to solve it and all of his experiments keep failing okay and so he ends up kind of stealing some of like the tech from his best friend to try to make his serum work but it all backfires and basically makes him like a biologically made vampire where he does like get the feeling to like he needs to eat drink blood and he gets like kind of like the powers of it too where he's like super fast strong and durable and right and he's um and it's cool because he is the character from like the usual universe of man bat and it's like the same kind of serum that man bat would use but like slightly different spin to it okay um but basically you know zod superman finds him in dark alley like eating rats and basically takes him in on his ring and mentors him into like kind of being part of this hero team intense stuff well, so okay, so what was the other? That's just another story because we just saw it when we were like researching. Cause remember, I was saying that's not the one I read. Oh, you did. So there say is that. another. So there's version two versions of him becoming of Batman, Batman, becoming, and like he's, and I know there's there's multiple versions of him versus Dracula too. Correct. Like I've I, seen other animated movies, even of him. Yeah. I've seen two at least of him facing Dracula. So I I don't I do know. That in one version, all I know, all I remember is that in one version where he becomes an actual vampire, one of the last things he does is kills Alfred. 
by sucking his blood. So that's probably the one word. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it was that one. Cool, man. Va- Batman is a fucking vampire. I mean, it makes sense. Like, a lot of people. Yeah, I would mean, eventually get there. Yeah, right? He's he's inspired by Bat. He's Batman. Vampires. Isn't a. Bats. Stan Lee. Yes. A crack. Yes, sir. So I was just going to go on that one. So um, there is a version coming over to the Marvel Universe where Stan Lee, they basically went to Stan Lee and was like, if you, he did a series called Just Imagine, where he reimagined Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Uh, so for Batman, what he did was, it was a character by the name of Wayne Williams. And basically, he was a normal human being, just like Bruce Wayne is. Uh, his father was killed when he was 17. Like, he got into some trouble. But basically, like, he decides to take on the mantle of Batman. But if, instead of his suit being like some cool combat suit, like Bruce Wayne Batman, like right. DC Batman, he wears like a hooded helmet kind of thing of like an actual bat head. So he just kind of looks I hate like it, a, to be Yeah, no, yeah. it's stupid. He kind of just looks like a mascot, like a yeah. poor mascot. It looks ridiculous. But the helmet does give him like kind of like an echolocation kind of thing. And, um, yeah, he's just he's similar to Bruce Wayne in the sense of like Do you think when DC trained his body and, and he did that, they were like just like in the conference room, like <sighs> Yeah, they were probably like, mm, <laughs> I really thought you were going for Yeah, we really thought you'd come up with some gold there, Stan. Kinda let us down on this one. Remember how you made Spider Man? Yeah. I thought you would you know hit the look again. <laughs> which you you know what? It, if you look at it that way though, it makes sense, right? Because Stan Lee was very much on the nose about how he created his characters. Like the quick little backstory of Spider-Man is that he created Spider-Man because he was in his studio writing. He saw a fly on the wall and he was like, you know, what would be cool if I created a hero who had the powers of an insect. So he thought I could create fly man. But he's like, nah, that doesn't sound very good. It doesn't get a ring to it. Right. And then he said mosquito man. <laughs> yeah. And then mosquito man. And then he eventually settled on oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But he Can't went straight <laughs> the route of this is going to be a hero who has the abilities of a spider. You know what I right. mean? Like, it's not like Batman in the sense of And then of he like, decided to give him human problems. Yep. The rest was history. The rest was fucking history, But they hated the idea at first. They didn't know. They did. That he'd be one of the most popular superheroes. In the entire world. The entire world. Craziness, man. But yeah, so it kind of, it makes sense that if you gave him a character with the name of Batman, he was going to go very with the powers of a bat at least with the design very literal right yeah. like he's gonna look like a fucking bat like a real bat and yeah the costume and the character hideous man he'll get as small as an ant dude yeah he'll Stanley. also control the ants stanley was very literal with uh with his character get an iron man he wear a part. suit of iron dude that's it man he was that was his thing all right so uh yeah so that was a stan lee version of batman so the comic book that i read it's a newer one it just came out uh it started at the end of last year um and it's still going on right now so it's it's real new but dc is doing this um this event called um the future state where they basically look into what some of their bigger heroes would be up to in like a future version of themselves. So like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and like what it would be like for their, um, 
for the people who take over for them and things like that. So there's there's two comics actually. There's um DC Future State, the next Batman, and then there's Bruce Wayne, like them addressing what happens to him. So I guess we'll start with Bruce Wayne because then it can carry over into Is this a, a is this version. an Elseworlds or what is this? Alternate universe? I think it's more of an alternate universe kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Like an alternate imagining. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's not in a main continuity for sure. No, and it, I don't think it's gonna it's not have like one of those things where they have Batman stop being Batman for right, or Bruce no. Wayne, I should say. No, no, no. It's running congruently with the other stuff that's going on. I, from when they originally announced it, it was only supposed to be like a two month long like extravaganza or whatever. So, but some of the characters have like made it out that just the the smaller mini series that they've come out with, and they're gonna get like a ongoing story. The the new Batman being one of them, but. So we'll talk about Bruce Wayne first. So in this future state of Gotham, right, um, Gotham has been overrun, not overrun, but basically the police have were tired of vigilantes. Right. And so what they decided to do was hire a private military force to eliminate vigilantes. They had they gave them a shoot on site order for any person wearing a mask. You're wearing any kind of mask. Imagine Halloween. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that day counted. <laughs> but yeah, if you're wearing a mask and they found you, their orders were to shoot you on site. Like, no hesitation, just shoot. Um, not only that, but like the city is like overrun with like drones and police robots. They even have micro, uh, like invisible drones to like survey everybody. I mean, so they're like watching people in their homes. They're watching people in the bathroom. They're watching people 24 seven, 365, like nonstop. Right. I'm sorry, miss. Is this just Gotham? I mean, it's, it's all we see. Like we just see oh, okay. that Gotham is like this. I don't know if the whole world is like this. Yeah. I don't think so. And it I seems like a just, Gotham thing. Yeah. Happen. It seems like a very Gothamy thing to do. Right. Um, and they, the, the, the leaders of like this military force are called the peacekeepers and they have numbers. So like peacekeeper one, peacekeeper two, whatever, et cetera. And in this future, peacekeeper one went after Batman and they found out that Bruce Wayne was Batman and he hunted down Bruce Wayne. Smart. Shot him. Jeez. Yeah. While Bruce Wayne was running away, he shot him in the side. Bruce was running. He threw down a batarang jumped into a river when he jumped into a river there was a a dead body floating in front of him of just some john doe who had been killed and thrown into the rhythm of river of gotham floats that john doe floats to the top and the peacekeeper just empties a uh, an entire clip just into this dude's back thinking it's bruce wayne and so from there he believes that he killed bruce wayne and Bruce wow. escapes, yeah. And that battering that he threw down blows up, so it gives Bruce the opportunity to escape. So he believes that he killed Bruce Wayne, gets on TV, announces to the world that he, you know, he gave a promise that he would take care of these vigilantes and these masks, and he did it. He took care of Batman. He's gone. No more Batman. It's over. Bruce Wayne's dead, right? So now we have a Bruce Wayne who everyone believes is dead, he doesn't have access to his money, so he's broke. 
and he's just like trying to navigate this world of like the world thinking that he's dead. What is he supposed to do now? Like, does he go on living as Bruce Wayne? Does he go on living as Batman? What is he supposed to do, right? And eventually he, he realized... He said like a, a futurist kind of time, right? So is right. Alfred around or no? No. Mm, that's sad. Alfred's not around, no. So he goes on and he's just like... He eventually realizes like, I'm Batman. That's who I am. Because he was walking down an alley. Because he's, you know, he's trying to stay hidden. He's walking down an alley and this woman was getting mugged and... Being who he is, he couldn't just stand by right. and not do anything, right? So he helps the woman out, and then the drones show up, and they're like, halt where you are, don't move. He takes off running, and like a real Superman move, he just has his bat suit on underneath his regular <laughs> clothes. So he just like snatches them off, like rips them off, throws his cowl on, and he's just like, fuck it, I'm Batman. Like, this is just <laughs> it's who I am. But man, this he Batman. Knew. <laughs> yeah, no, he knew. He's he's uh he's having a rough time. So as he's running away, he gets shot in the leg. I was like, geez, dude. Then he like jumps off of a building and then he like try he grapples to it and then he like swings and like smacks the side of it, which causes him to fall and land on a dumpster. So I'm just like real, real kind of early Batman kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um he moves in with this uh, real paranoid dude who he pays him he pays him rent and cash. It's one of the only places in Gotham that still has a physical lock on it with a key. Everything else has been electronic. And then this dude's daughter, we find out, and I'm I'm like speeding through this because it wasn't yeah. that long. It was like four issues. We find out that this dude's daughter, who's Bruce, who Bruce has been living with secret, not secretly living with him, but no one knows he's there except the guy, right? And his daughter. His daughter works for this military organization as one of their coders, but we find out that she's also a double agent because she's trying to expose them for the bad people that they are. And then Bruce finds out, and then he has to drug both of them, get them out of the house because they had been tracking her, found her house, blew her house up. He got them out of there. Why did he have to drug them? Uh, because he, he realized that if he... It was the quickest way to do it. Like, they were... The drones were on their way, and he just was like, yeah, actually, he's like, listen, I know you guys aren't going to listen to me right now. No, he straight up was just like, I think I forgot her name. I think her name was Holly. He was just like, I'm sorry, and just put a needle in her neck and was just like, yeah, we got to go. I, I don't have time for this shit. We got to quicker for me to carry you. Let yeah, me just. he was like, we got to get the F out of here. So then they wake up, and he explains everything. I'd be so mad. Yeah, he's Bruce Wayne. He's bad. Like, you did what? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Let he. Let me drug you right back. He. <laughs> he he takes it upon himself to just go and try to blow up the headquarters of this this private military and then she ends up being there to try to retrieve the data that the evidence that she had been accumulating against them and he ends up fighting the peacekeeper and Bruce had already set all these bombs throughout the building and it was like the peacekeeper knew and then we see them both blow up in the explosion Right. We don't know if he's dead, for sure, but we that's what we saw happen. I'm sure, and that was like the end of that miniseries. Okay. Right? <clears throat> so, that was Bruce Wayne in the future. The cooler version, so this new version of Batman, this alternate version of Batman that came out of this, is um, Tim Fox, which is Lucius, Lucius Fox's son 
So we know Lucius Fox from right. like if you've seen the Dark Knight movies, we know that he's the guy who helps Batman. He works for Wayne Tech. He's really good with like, you know, coming up with all the gadgets and the devices and all this other stuff. One of his sons, Luke Fox, has become Batwing at one point in the comic books. I was gonna say that, yeah. Yeah, but it's not that son. It's his other son. How many sons does this guy have? He's got two. He's got two sons and two daughters. Did the daughters become anybody? No, not that we know of. It's not yet? <laughs> not yet. I don't know. But Tim Fox is the one who becomes the new Batman. And in this mini series, in the initial miniseries, they don't explain like how he got there. We just see that he's there. Right? So he's the new Batman in this Gotham who just despises vigilantes they just call them mass at this point like straight up they just all call mass and again we have this military police force that's like shoot on sight orders for anybody in a mask and batman is at the top of that list so no questions like gotham has hired this military force to basically kill batman on sight like don't take him into custody don't try to arrest him straight up you see him open fire period no questions Okay. Right. So this guy, we see it. We see an opening scene where um, these two guys, there was these two kids who were trying to be recruited by the Bane, Bane's little gang. They call it the, the banditos, banditos, I think they call them. All right. Right. So they're like, in order for you to be a part of the gang, like you got a blood in. And they're like, in order to do that, you got to kill someone from our rival gang. So they give these two kids a gun. The one is hesitant. He's like, bro, we can't do this. Like, we're not we're not killers. And he's like, the other bro's like, look, man, either they're going to kill us or we're going to kill them. That's just how these streets are. You know that. Like, this is all we've been dealing with our whole life. So at least if we're with them, like, we'll have protection. We'll have a family. Like, so we're going to do this. So they take him out on the street and they're looking for this guy. They give him the gun. They find the dude that they're trying to kill. One brother aims the gun. The other brother, like, smacks him before he shoots, so he misses the guy. We see Batman swoop in, the new Batman, right? Swoops in, crashes the car, typical Batman fashion, right? He comes flying in, hits the the front windshield of the car. They don't know where the fuck they're going. He jumps off, turns out, boom, they hit a sign. Everybody runs, scatters. He goes after the two kids, and he's like, he realizes that, the police are coming, and if they see him, if they see these two kids in mass, these kids will be murdered. So his goal is not to apprehend them. It's like, I need to stop them and get these masks off their face before they just killed. Right? Right. Um, so we see him try to do that. <clears throat> One of the kids tries to, like, run away from him, and he just grapple hooks him and just runs up. <laughs> yeah, because the police show up, and he's just like, yeah, I'm not. He's a. I like this Batman because he's very, like... <laughs> Just straight to the point. It's just like, look, man, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like, stop playing with me. Like, let's go. <laughs> so he just grapples him up, and he's just like, let's get out of here. Um, But we do find out that it's um Tim Fox, and he has some issues with his family. So one of the daughters is currently in a coma. We don't know why, but they blame Batman for the reason why she's in a coma. So the whole family now hates, actually, I take that back. The parents, Lucius Fox and his wife, Tanya, now hate this new Batman, not realizing, not knowing it's their son. But it's it's Bruce Wayne Batman that they really hate. 
No, they just hate Batman in general. But the one that like did something to the daughter was the first Batman. We don't know. We never no, find. We don't, we don't find out. Is the older brother? Um, what was his name again? Batwing. Yeah, that's he's actually is he Batwing in this comic too. No. Okay. So is he, he in the comic though? He is in the comic, and the the healthy daughter goes to him at one point, and he's she's like, "Are you Batman?" And he's like, "Why would you?" She's like, "No, no bullshit. Are you Batman?" And he's like, "Look, I know I was Batwing at one point." And oh, so he was, but he's in him. Right, exactly. And she was like, "You were Batwing, and you lied to us about it." He's like, "Well, technically, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you." And she's like, "Stop with the semantics. Like, straight up, are you Batman? Because if you are, you need to stop. You're tearing the, our parents apart. Like, it's tearing them apart to see you out on these streets as Batman for a Batman to be out on the streets." And he's like, "I'm not Batman, but I could tell you one thing: from being Batwing, if someone is out, egg." out in Gotham in the middle of the night trying to save people, they have nothing but good in them. Flip side is, he can't stand his brother right now. <laughs> like, I guess his brother has had a history of, like, drugs and alcohol abuse, and, like, he hasn't been around for the family, and he's, like, really giving their family, like, a bad name. And so, like, he can't stand his brother, but he doesn't know his brother's Batman. So this dude's dealing with it. He's going right. through it, right? So he's Batman. He's on the top of the military, this private military's kill list. His mom hates him. His brother loves Batman, but hates him as a person, right? And he really has nobody on his side. Like he's, it's it's a very different dynamic from like Bruce Wayne and Jim Gordon, right? Where we see kind of Jim come around and like he's event more than he becomes like a big ally for him. And like, he kind of gets the whole, po- like at one point Batman has like almost the whole police force. Like, right. They all just kind of know, like that's Batman. Like we're just going to let him <laughs> like, do look, it. are we going to go and deal with the drug? Or we're just going to let this guy go. Right. We're it. just going to let him do. We all go in right now. We're all going to die. He's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to let him do his thing. Right. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's not the same with this dude. Like he's going through it. Um, let's see what what else happens in this comic book. He gets shot in the side. He almost bleeds out. So getting shot, man, dude. They get shot so much in this comic book. I don't <laughs> know why. And he got. What's funny is that he got shot in the same sp- spot as Bruce Wayne got shot, like right <laughs> in his right like side, right. Um, so he gets shot. Then he goes to investigate this murder of these two people who are also in masks who just beat this dude to death. Like with a hammer and a bat, just bashed his skull in, right? He finds this and he's like, This is one, it's still fresh. I can probably find these people. Two, this was more than just a murder. Like these people were out to prove something. They didn't mug him, they didn't rob him. Like they just straight up killed him in cold blood. And they were wearing like these um, facial recognition, like anti-facial recognition mask but he eventually and he has an accomplice but we don't know who it is he like calls her up on a phone and they help him out also this batman doesn't have clearly doesn't have as much resources as bruce wayne did right Right. we see him using burner phones like he'll call on a phone and he knows that as soon as he makes communication like that they're gonna trace him and he knows the time the amount of time it'll take for them to get like trace the call and like how much time he has to like leave that scene before he's caught so like he 
um, he finds this murder and he's like, there's a camera right there. I need to get this, but I don't have time to be stealthy about it. So he's like, I got two minutes once I break this window before they get here. Breaks the window. He starts legit counting down in his head, like how much time he has. He's like, all right, I got a minute 30. I got 90 seconds left. Okay, I got 65 seconds left. And then he's like, shit, they're like 40 seconds early. What the fuck is going on? So he had to get out of there. Calls him up on the burner phone. He has a motorcycle, but it's just kind of like a basic like dirt bike mo- dirt bike motorcycle. Like his suit is relatively advanced. Like it's body armor and it's compression. So like when he does get shot, like it's 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 a body compression suit, so it holds the wound, so he's not just bleeding out. But it obviously isn't strong enough to actually protect him from a bullet in certain areas. Right. Right. So <clears throat> he calls her up on a burner phone. Like once he does that, he has to just like he just straight up tosses the phone. He's like, this phone's burned. I'll call you back later. Just like throws the phone and then he gets another phone. And he's just like he has all these safe spots where he hides phones and stuff so that he can just pick up. Uh, and he has a few weapons like he has some grenades. He has some EMPs. He has some like smoke bombs and a grappling hook. But again, it's clear that he doesn't have quite as much the resources right. as like Bruce Wayne did. So he's kind of working a bit differently. So he finds these two people who murdered this who murdered this guy, catches them, starts to beat him up a little bit, and then a woman pulls off one of the masks and she's like, Please stop. Like, we don't want to fight you. And he's like, What? And then the guy pulls off his mask and he's like, you killed this guy. You just straight up murdered him. And they're like, yeah, that's because he kidnapped and murdered our daughter. And it turns out that this guy was like a sexual, like online predator who like lured their daughter out. And she went to go visit him and then just never came back. Such an intense comic you read. Yeah, right. You were laughing a lot too, man. (laughs) Because the the things that he would say, I just thought was funny some at, at times. So he um, so he they were like, yeah, this is why that's why we murdered him, because he deserved it. And he's like, look, it wasn't your call to decide whether or not he deserved it. But tell you what, he asked, like, what did the police do? And they were like, well, they tried to investigate, but they gave up after a while, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you know, I get it. <laughs> yeah, he he's like, look, if they catch you, if this military t- catches you, they're going to kill you. I'm going to make sure you get a fair trial. Like, you don't deserve to just be executed. You deserve a fair trial. So I'm going to make sure that happens. So he calls up this one detective that he can, like, kind of trust. So it's like early yeah. Batman Jim Gordon kind of vibes, right? Where she's like, I don't really want, I know I shouldn't be helping you, and I'm still kind of against you, but... I see you're trying to do, and he gives her like the whole, like, you know, good people do like good people don't follow bad laws is what he tells her. And she's just like, well, I guess it's a good thing for me that I'm a good person, but you can tell she's kind of annoyed about it or whatever. Yeah. So that happens. <laughs> Here's one of the things that was funny. So they, he took them to, so he helps these people escape. They're on the run. He takes them to this like church that used to be a church, but now it's a safe house. He's like, do anyone of you have medical experience? And they're like, medical experience? He's like, yeah, I got shot and I need one of you guys to like close this wound for me. And he like hands them all. He's like, here's a flare. I'm going to remove this piece of my body armor. When I do, I need you to press that flare up against my skin. And they're like, wait, what? And he's like, all right, you ready? Ready. <laughs> he just like opens up his, his armor. And then she's just like, ah, 
<laughs> you know, he takes it. And then she's like, "Is was that was that good? He was like, oh, it's good enough. So here we go. <laughs> he just keeps going. And he's like, all right, we got to get out of here. And they're like, wait, what? Like, you're, you're, you're like seriously hurt. And he's like, yeah, I'm exhausted. But if I stop now, then we're all going <laughs> to die. So let's just keep on the moving. Let's not dwell on that. <laughs> yeah, let's not stop focus on that. So then he calls the, the officer and they're like, no, you can't call the police. And he's like, no. They was like, you so you'd help us escape. And he's like, no, I said I would help you get a fair trial. I'm not going to help. You're still criminals. You're still murderers. Like, I'm not just going to help you, like, just get away. And he's having. But we did could, the whole flair thing. Yeah, you <laughs> could tell he, he kind of has this dilemma of, like, I do get it, but, like, it shouldn't be like that. Like, it's not my job to be the judge, jury, and the executioner. Like, I just need to, I need to, like, Bringing you to justice means turning you into people who can get you a fair trial, right? You could just let it go. Yeah, so he pulls another one of his burner phones out of the floorboard of the of the church, calls up the officer. She's like, okay, you got one hour to meet me at City Hall. He's like, cool, I'll be there in an hour. Don't even worry about it. Um, and then they're about to leave, and then the guy picks up a like a steel bar, like a piece of wood or something that was laying on the ground, and just smacks him right on his bullet wound. And I was like, this piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> smacks him right on his bullet wound, right? And he's like, what are you doing? And then he's like, we can't, we can't be turned in. Like, if we do, like, we definitely won't live. But you know what? They might let us live if we kill this Batman and turn him in. So then he wraps a cable around Batman's neck and he starts to choke him out. Jeez. Comic ends. The next one starts. And Batman's like, we hear his inner dialogue. And he's just like, man, I wonder if the old Batman ever fucked up this bad. <laughs> Was he ever in situations like this? Because this is rough. And he's like, I'm sitting here about to get choked out by this guy. Ugh. <laughs> okay so then he just you know batman always has those spiky things on his gauntlets right so yeah. he just he takes that and he stabs the dude in the leg gets the cord from around his neck and uh he's like dude you just tried to kill me like what what, what is this about like come on now <laughs> and so he was like all right well we still got to get out of here because these people are going to kill you and i guess i can't just let you die even though i kind of want to now um so there's still a car and he gives them each like these like hand grenades to like throw in case something happens. And he's like, you throw them and you haul ass because if you don't, they're going to live because they got body armor on and you won't. You will definitely die because you do not have body armor on. So you throw it, you run, get out of there. And that'll create enough of a distraction for you to go. And then I can take care of the rest. So they're in, they're in this stolen car. And again, this is what I mean. Like he clearly doesn't have the resources of Bruce Wayne, right? Right. Like Bruce Wayne would never really steal a car. He always has something kind of on hand, ready to go. This guy does not. He straight up breaks the window of a car, hot wires it, steals it. They track him, And then they're after him. There's this huge chase on the street. There's these um, like tank kind of like military trucks coming up. And one of the funny moments was the the guy was like, oh, it's more of them coming. Because at first it was just like some drones. And then he was like, it's more people coming. And Batman was like, ah. Or he was like, what are you going to do to take care of them? He's like, well, if it's people, I can't. I have to hold back. And he's like, what do you mean you have to hold back? And he's like, I can't. They're people. 
<laughs> and he's like, but they're trying to kill you. And he's like, look, you don't, ha- you can't tell me how to do this. Like you have no right right now <laughs> to tell me how to do this. You don't get that. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. don't tell me how to do my job. I'm not going to kill somebody. You murderer. You just tried to, you not only kill one man, but you also tried to kill me too. So you can <laughs> shut up in the passenger seat, buddy. But that dude ends up killing himself. Cause he's like, I don't want my wife. Like, let him know it wasn't my wife's idea. It was my idea. He jumps out the car. He, like, rolls on the ground. He waits for the Such tank to get close. Dark comic. And just blows himself up. And I was like, geez, okay. Batman gets the, the, the woman to safety and everything, so that all works out. He gets her to the detective. And, um, oh, one of the big things that happens is, so the car gets destroyed, right? So they get out of the car. Or he was about to hit someone. And then he had a flashback, and he said, no, not again. So I'm guessing at some point he might have hit someone in the car. Safe assumption. So he swerves, right? Car hits another car. The car's done. They get out of the car, and he's like, we got to run. And then his mom, who hates Batman, just happened to be there. And she was like, it's Batman. She's packing a gun in her jacket. She pulls the pistol out ready to shoot Batman. And he's like, fuck, this is my (laughs) mom. Like, do I have to hurt my mom? And he's like, I don't have any choice. And like, he repeats that to him. It's like he has a thought and then he has a thought about the thought. So he's like, I tell myself I don't have a choice as I pull a batarang on my own mother. He throws the batarang at his mother, then like grazes her shoulder just like, like disarm her basically. And then he just like, you know, he takes off. And he's just like, like, I just had to hurt my own mom. Like that's it's messed up. Yeah, that's rough. Should have took his mask off. Yeah, so he, he gets the woman there. He gets the woman to the detective. And then he goes to visit his sister who's in the coma in the hospital. His whole family's there. Oh, I'm sorry. He goes to visit his mom who's in the hospital now, right? And uh, he goes to see her. And he shows up. And then Luke Fox, his younger brother, is like, you look like shit. Like you've been doing drugs or you're drunk or whatever not knowing this dude's had a hell of a night you know what (laughs) i mean like he still has a bullet wound in his abdomen like he look he it's been rough for him to say the least you know what i mean and uh he goes to see his mom and he's talking to his mom and and she's like batman tried to kill me and he's like well like he tries did he (laughs) yeah he tries to like convince her like look ma he's pretty good like if he wanted to kill you he probably could have but he didn't and like she's not trying to hear any of that she's just like no he's not a good person and like it ends with them just kind of like holding hands and he's like look well let's just not worry about that right now let's just worry about you getting better so yeah this dude's it's pretty rough he's going through man. Some stuff yeah he's going through some stuff but the big thing about this batman is crazy that i didn't mention it in the beginning for those who don't know these characters this is the first time in the history of comics that the mantle of Batman has been taken up by a black man. Which is crazy. 2021 is the took a year, long time. Took a long time, man. 2021 is the year that the mantle of Batman has for the very first time been taken up by a black man, Tim Fox. So yeah, I really uh I mean it happened uh happened much sooner for Superman and uh Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So, yeah, man. It's good stuff. I liked it. Um, Seems like a good read. 
It very was intense. a good read. I feel like the comics I read for this were kind of goofy, and you had a very like kind of serious. Yeah, well, I guess it was kind of serious. It was good, and um, you know, they so they're going to continue this one. They've already started the second mini series to like give you the backstory of like how he becomes Batman and like all that good stuff. There's also a moment in the the Bruce Wayne story where they run into each other. So Bruce Wayne's being tra- chased down by some of the drones, right? In his like Batman costume, which is at this point almost like a SWAT suit, but like with the still the bat symbol on it, the helmet, but his helmet is not attached to the suit like a cow. It's like a helmet helmet. Yeah. Uh, he has short sleeves on with longer gauntlets. He has on like this trench coat. It's really cool. Really cool costume. I really like it. Um, actually I like both of the, their costume designs because the other newer Batman, he had, his mask is a full mask. Like it doesn't show his chin or his jawline or anything like that. Like he's completely covered, which I imagine they did to kind of keep the secret of who he is like kept longer. I think they really wanted to like surprise people with the fact that it's a black guy underneath the mask. Mm. Um, yeah. Looking at that in a positive way. So right. there's a moment where they meet in his comic book where Bruce Wayne's like being chased down by these drones and he gets a hold of one and he like smashes one and then another one's behind him that he doesn't see that's about to take him out. Then the new Batman comes along, takes out that drone, and he's like Bruce Wayne turns around and the new Batman's like, Do you know who I am? And he's like, Yeah, I know who you are. And he's like, Well, who the hell are you? <laughs> and Bruce Wayne's like because he's dead, right? Yeah. And Bruce Wayne thinks in his mind, he's like, right, because there'll always be a new hero. He's the new Batman. He took my place because there'll always be new heroes. There should always be a new Batman because Batman is not a person. He's a symbol. So he kind of like quickly accepts the fact that like somebody's already taken over for him. Right. You know what I mean? And they both kind of have this mutual understanding of like, I think... Tim Fox realizes like that is Bruce Wayne and he's not dead and he's still kind of doing his Batman thing. But like, I am the, I'm the face of Batman now because he also struggles with that in his own comic book where he says like, you know, um, like the old Batman, he's like, no, no, scratch that. Like I'm, I'm Batman. Like it's me now. I'm, I've took on this role. Like it's who I am. So they kind of had this understanding of like, Bruce Wayne understands, again, like, this is what he's created, right? He's created this symbol that can just be passed on. So if he was to ever die, which people think he is, there can still be another Batman with no problem. And the the newer Batman is like, ah, this is this is the legend, you know what I mean? This is this is why I'm here, so let me just, I'm going to just leave him alone. I'm not even going to. have had that, like, that Spider-Man scene where it's like, you and you, and they're like, oh, yeah. to each other. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just kind of like, be careful. Anyway, that took a long time. I mean, it was good. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. So you want to go over some more, a few more alternate versions of Batman? Yeah, let me dive into the other comic I read. I'll I'll make this one quicker. Okay. Uh, But I also read Batman Darkest Night, which is the storyline where Batman becomes Green Lantern. Super. I like that one. Yeah. I never read it, but it's a very interesting concept. It was, uh, you know, it was very entertaining. So it opens up with uh, um, Bruce Wayne kind of sitting in like a dark chair in his m- manner. And he's just like, I got to figure this out. Like, 
this isn't working. They don't fear me. I need to find a way for them to fear me. And then like in the like his yard, you see like the, the Green Lantern, uh, was it Abasaur, whatever the guy's name, the mm-hmm. ship crashes. And then like he sees a projection of that Green Lantern being like, you have now been chosen to like take up the mantle. And like Bruce is sitting there like, he's like, now I'm delirious. Like what is going on with me? Like he doesn't accept it as true at first. And then he's like, no, seriously, come outside and look at this. And so he goes out there with Alfred and Alfred like standing behind him and lets Bruce go into the ship. And basically like Abasaur gives him the ring and uh, he goes and buries him into the back cave. And keeps the ship down there. But what's crazy about this, so he puts the ring on and the ring like explains to him. You don't see it, but he's like, the ring told me this, the ring told me that. It's like throughout the comic book. Right. He figures out how to use this like Green Lantern ring immediately. And like he automatically becomes like super freaking powerful with it. I mean, that makes sense. Well, yeah. It definitely makes sense. Like And he's talking about he's like, if it comes to like willpower, like like, I got this. Yeah, <laughs> no, no doubt. Look, if there's is if if there's one thing Batman has is fucking willpower, right? This normal human being, like he 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 goes out and fight crime with nothing but his wits, his body, and his will. Right? That's all it is. So if anybody has the willpower, it almost makes me wonder why Batman wasn't chosen to be a Green Lantern. <laughs> like, period. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or any kind of lantern, like. That he could be almost any lantern color there is. He could be a green lantern. He could be a yellow lantern because his whole thing is like he instills fear into criminals. True. So, of course, he could be a yellow lantern where he's powered by fear. Like, there's so many different lanterns he could be, I feel. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I like yeah, that. Cool. So, anyways, he goes. He gets the ring. And he's like, he's like, finally, like, I got this figured out. And he's like... He's like, this is the thing that I've needed. This is like the power that I've needed. And so he goes and he stops Red Hood from like his heist. And it's almost like panels from like Killing Joke. Like when you see that Red Hood, mm. like making those like, uh, like that robbery, like before he falls into like the acid and everything. It's almost, it's like that scene. But uh, he's like, he's like, I want to be bulletproof. So I am going to be bulletproof. And he like puts the like, shield around him and he basically takes everybody down like super easily captures the red hood guy and uh you know he takes the hood off he's like i just had a really bad day and i was like what did he say crazy <laughs> nice. oh, that was awesome that's a great I reference was nerding out that's a great <laughs> reference uh so anyways he takes he takes all those guys down immediately he meets jim gordon for like the first time and he's just like jim gordon's like who are you and he's like he's like uh you know if i have to have a name i guess you can call me green lantern and mm. He goes, and Jim Gordon's pretty much like, he's like, I don't trust this person. Like, I don't, like, no one man should have that much power. Ah, really Superman-esque. Yeah. Yeah. So, then he gets visited by the Guardians, and the Guardians were like, we need you to go to this other sector. And he's like, he's like, the ring told me about you guys. He's like, I got enough handled, like, on this planet. I don't need to go to another sector. Hmm. And they basically convince him. They're like, hey, no, we need you. Because this other lantern has like gone rogue. And like, so he is the Green Lantern of that sector. I can't send the Green Lantern of the sector to take down the Green Lantern of the sector. Right. And they like, Bruce is like, oh man, they like, they pulled like the exact card that like to make me go. He's like, fine, so I'll go. So he flies to this other planet where Sinestro is. And like, again, 
doesn't seem like it takes him all that much to take down Sinestro. Like, he just takes him down. He's basically like, and he's like, you see his thought process, everything. And he's like, he's like one of the greatest detectives in the world that like mentored me, said that, uh, you know, you can let enemies um, be overconfident and that's what's going to like take them down. It's like, so I'm going to let this guy just be outrageously confident. And like, so like he what takes him down. Batman move, man. Uh, and so what's cool, I should, I should rewind this whole comic book and like, you know, the thought process panels, he's talking to his dead father and basically about his, like his mission and like oh, how wow. he's like, like trying to figure out how he can become this and like keep his promise to him. And like, so the whole thing throughout the comic, he's talking to his dead father. Um, anyways, takes down Sinestro and he basically brings Sinestro to, uh, OO and he like meets the guardians and he chose the person to be the lantern for Sinestro's ring. And they're all like, like, that's not your decision. And he's pretty much, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm pretty sure I'm going to make a better decision than you guys did when you chose Sinestro. So I don't really want to hear it. <laughs> what the fuck? And he's just saying like, he's super rude to everybody. Uh, he's like, anyways, I got stuff to take care of. I'm going to go back. Um, and he, so he leaves Oa, he goes back to Earth. And he's uh, he meets Jim Gordon. And he's like, basically, like, in this year, in this area, there was these shootings. He's like, I need you to help me figure out who did this. And he's trying to figure out who killed his parents. Mm. Meanwhile, Sinestro, the Guardians, um, basically send him to be exiled. And they exile him to the uh, Anti-Monitor universe. Okay. And as soon as he gets there, basically, I think it's supposed to be Anti-Monitor. I don't know who that character was supposed to be. It was basically like, yeah, we foresee all you coming here. And then hands him a yellow ring. What the? F- so he's like now wants revenge on Green Lantern Batman, right? Right. So he goes back and sees Gordon, and Gordon's investigating, uh, and pretty much puts together by basically what like Green Lantern was asking. This is Bruce Wayne because like this is obvious. Like there's only so many shootings. These other people like wouldn't make sense. This has to be Bruce Wayne. As he figures this out, Sinestro shows up and murders Jim Gordon. And he's like, he's like, I knew it was Bruce Wayne, but like now I know what motivates Bruce Wayne. Ah. So he goes and finds Joe Chill, who killed, you know, his parents. His parents. Right? Yeah. He's like, and Joe Chill's like, what do you want? He's like, I want your mind. And basically makes him fuse with them. So now they're like one person. What the what? Crazy, right? Then he goes and he takes Harvey Dent and basically makes him two faced with powers. Okay. And just the same thing to Catwoman. Okay. So he's having them like go and fight Batman, but like Batman's like still winning. And uh so Sinestro is basically like messing with like different things. Uh and like he's hiding himself because he can't be seen through this yellow ring because the yellow colors the weakness of the Green Lantern. It's like kind of old school Green Lantern kind of stuff. So he's like shielding himself, but he's like causing chaos through like different areas all in like bruce wayne's sector and everything and bruce wayne's like trying to find him and basically hunt him down and uh he decides that uh he's gonna um by making like attacking another planet the guardians are like what are you doing you have to go help this other planet and he's like send literally anybody else i don't care he's like the person that hates me the most and the person i hate the most are now the same person and causing chaos on my planet, I'm not leaving. Mm. And the guardians are like, they're like, who do you basically like, who do you think you're talking to? We're going to take your ring from you. He's like, 
the only way you're going to get like, this I ring. I dare you to take this. Yeah, his, ring. pretty much. He's like, the only way you're going to get it is you're going to have to come and take it from me. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, Sinestro sees all this and is like, this is the perfect trap. So, they send like five lanterns after uh, Bruce Wayne to try to take the ring from him. Wow. He's like, meanwhile, Sinestro sneaks into the cave. And as this is happening, the guardians are like, this might not be enough. We might need something else. So they go and they find Clark Kent, Diana, and Barry Allen. And none of these three are heroes yet. And basically be like, you're going to be somebody. I need you to be, we can see how powerful you are. I need you to be that now. Okay. What? So, so do they already have their powers or... Uh, as they see this, you see Barry Lylan get like struck by lightning. And then obviously like Superman and, you know, Wonder Woman have their powers, but they're right. not Superman or Wonder Woman yet. Gotcha. So they all come in their universes, in their uniforms that have like, instead of their symbol, it has the Green Lantern symbol, but it's like their regular uniforms. So instead of the uh, S, it's like the Green Lantern and like, nice. instead of the W, like all of them. Right. So they're all in the Batcave and they meet, uh, Sinestro, uh, Two Face, and Catwoman, and Sinestro's gonna basically sets a bomb into uh, Bruce Wayne's lantern. So when he tries to recharge again, it's gonna explode and kill him. And so all these characters end up fighting. As you see outside, Bruce Wayne is fighting the five lanterns, and basically they're like stuck to win. And he's like, and then he hears the explosion and realizes that uh, it's Alfred. He's like, my will is stronger than your will. And he gets his ring back and basically captures them all, takes them all down, flies to his cave just to see that uh, Alfred basically didn't want anything to happen to Bruce Wayne. So he went and grabbed the uh, lantern so it would explode on him instead. So mm. Alfred dies. And Sinestro's like, yeah, I messed up. Flies away. And basically this like new kind of Justice League took down uh, Two Face and Catwoman, and so uh, it ends with Batman in the cave, like holding Alfred and being like, "I need to leave now. I need to hunt down Sinestro." He's like, "Nobody's gonna come looking for Bruce Wayne right away. You guys can use this area, this cave, as your base. I need you three to now protect the world." Because I'm gonna leave this planet to go hunt down Sinestro. Wow! And that's how the comic ends. That's how it ends. That's how it ends. That's fucked up. I uh, know. No. Oh. Felt like a bit of an open ending, but yeah, I was like, yeah. my god. Yeah, no, nah, that sounds like good stuff, man. Yeah, that sounds like good. It's stuff. enjoyable for sure. It seems like it. All right, man. Look, we, I just we, like the whole Darkest Night title too. Yeah, it's definitely. Like it's great. The lantern it makes and sense. the Batman. Yeah. Like, kinda, yeah. It makes perfect sense, man. Should we cool. power through some honorable mentions? Yeah, let's power through some, man. So let's let's start off with uh, Thomas Wayne, who's been Batman twice in the comic books. Once on Earth 2, which is probably the lesser-known version of him. So it starts off with similar backstory. Bruce Wayne sees his parents murdered by Joe Chill, grows up, becomes Batman, hunts down Joe Chill, only to find out that Joe Chill had been murdered by somebody who strangled him with their bare hands, he goes to find out who did it. Turns out it was his dad, Thomas Wayne, who survived the shooting, had been taking these illegal drugs to bulk himself up and make himself super strong. Um, and then so Batman decides like he can't let his dad just go around murdering people. So he tries to stop his dad 
But in the process, he ends up having to go away, I believe, to Apocalypse to fight. He dies on Apocalypse, and then his dad decides, in honor of his son, he's going to take over as Batman and try to atone for his sins. So that's one version of Thomas Wayne Batman. The other version... I'll talk about the second one. Go ahead. The other one is in Flashpoint. So basically, Barry Allen Which goes Which is arguably definitely the, the more popular yeah. one. Goes back to the past to stop Earbound Thong from killing his parents, which starts our whole ripple effect, where instead of Bruce's parents being killed, Bruce gets murdered and his parents live. Now, in this scenario, the death of the Bruce Wayne led uh, Martha Wayne, his mom, into madness, where she becomes the Joker. Love it. And he becomes the Batman. He's a much more like kind of groggy uses guns type Batman. Yeah, he's, he's not a he's not a Bruce Wayne. He doesn't have the finesse of Bruce Wayne, but he he does he is still very intelligent and resourceful. And yeah, he uses guns, so it's a little bit a little bit of a different story. Yeah. There. It's a so you can watch the movie, you can read the Flashpoint comic book, but there's actually Flashpoint Batman storylines which I have read, and it gets much much more deeper into the story yeah. than you'll see. They just kind of hint to it in the Flashpoint movie and comic book. For sure. Uh, we have Gotham by Gaslight. Glad you mentioned it. Yeah. Which is, which is, um, I gotta be honest with you, Nick. Can I say real quick? I can't yeah. remember who Jack the Ripper is because it was different in the movie and it wasn't the comic book. Oh, and you I can't mean remember. like his actual secret identity. Yeah. And I can't remember okay. who it is in the comic book. Gotcha. I don't remember which is which anymore. I think in the like actual comic book, it is like the historical serial killer of Jack the Ripper. And I think in the movie, no. oh. they gave him a different, like a Batman uh, character identity. I swear one was James Gordon, and then the other one was Riddler. And I'm pretty sure the movie was Riddler. You might be right. No. Or am I mixing this with something completely? Hush. The Riddler was Hush in the movie, but he wasn't Hush in the comic books. You're right. I'm completely just mixing stories. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. Either way, Gotham by Gaslight is an Elseworlds story, which means it takes place completely out of the, any of the continuity of the main DC universe where they place Batman in the 1800s where his main, the person he's trying to hunt down is the infamous serial killer Jack the Ripper, right? So it's still a Bruce Wayne. He, he speaks like he's from the 1800s. His bat suit is very, like, steampunky. Um, it's James Gordon. I, I I believe you. It's coming back to me now. As you're like talking about, it, it's coming back to me. I believe you. Um, yeah. So, oh wait, here we go. Let's see. Even Jim Gordon has a drink. But it's cool because you get to see all the you see Batman characters, but different, right? You see the three Robins, but they're like kids on the street. Yep. You see uh Catwoman in there. I think you see Poison Ivy as well. Yep. Yep. You do see a Jim Gordon, so yeah, it's cool. Um, who you got next? So that's Batman Gotham by Talk Gaslight, which is a comic book and a movie. So you, if you don't want to read the comic book, you can't watch the animated movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of our favorites, Batman Beyond, Terry McGinnis. Oh, yeah. So this cool storyline is the future Batman, and basically uh, part of Batman's DNA from Project Cadmus and Matter Waller was written on to uh terry mcginnis yep uh so 
Uh, originally, it was planned that uh, Amanda Waller was going to make the tragedy for him to tr- really try to basically just kind of clone Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like uh, But the person everything. she hired just like couldn't do it. And then ultimately, his dad ends up getting murdered by the Joker gang uh, when Terry's like a, a teenager. Yeah. And so as a, as a teenager, he basically discovers Bruce Wayne's Batman, steals the Batman Beyond suit, and, uh, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, so Batman Beyond was not originally created for a comic book, but actually for the animated series. Which is great. Yeah, which is his original creation. In that, you can definitely watch that series and get, like, the whole backstory, because it's all in there, right? Um, and, yeah, and then eventually they adopt them into comic books, but... Watch the first few episodes of that and then also watch the Justice League Unlimited series. There's an episode at the end of season one called Epilogue, which also dives into like what Amanda Waller did. I love that episode. It's great. Also watch the movie, the Batman Beyond movie. Yeah. Uh, Joker Returns, I think it's called. Yes, that's great. good too. It's a great good, story. Good stuff, man. Next Batman we're going to dive into is actually not just a Batman, but he's an amalgamation of two characters. So I say amalgamation because back in the day, there was a big DC Marvel crossover event where they put two, some of the biggest heroes up against each other. And they actually left it up to fans to vote on who they believed would win in fights, which led to some goofy victories and some well-deserved victories. But out of that, then they birthed the Amalgam Universe, which is when they took a DC character and a Marvel character they merged them together and created one character for a limited series. I'm not the biggest fan of this amalgamation, but with Batman, they decided to merge him with Wolverine. His name was Logan Wayne and his superhero name was Dark Claw. So imagine Batman with Wolverine claws and you pretty much have Dark Claw. Again, I'm not the biggest fan of this design or this concept in general. I think they could emerge him with somebody different, but whatever. Alright. Yeah, I don't I've never had a desire to actually pick that comic book up. No, nah, me neither. I mean there's some other ones like they did Super Soldier, which is a combination of Captain America and Superman. That one seems a bit better. Yeah. You know what I mean, but yeah, this one I don't know. It was kinda weird. Uh, we got, who else? We got uh, Injustice, Batman, which is the world where uh, basically, I should, I should realize another one I should mention too. Okay. But uh, Superman kills the Joker because the Joker poisoned him and basically got him to you know murder his wife that was pregnant and destroy most of Atropolis. So, Bat- up. so Superman decides that he's now going to kill villains. Batman can't stand for it. Start with the game became a comic book. Comic book's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Next up, the game's good though. Yeah, the game is pretty solid too. Uh, Speaking of Superman and Batman, next up we have Speeding Bullets Batman, which is also an Elseworld story where Superman, Clark Kent, instead of landing on some cool little farm in Kansas and being raised by the, um, are they the Kents? Right. Kent, yeah. yeah, being raised by the Kents, he I'm lands in. That, I mean, Superman's parents are the Kents. Yeah, that's what it's I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Superman lands in Gotham City and is raised by the Waynes instead. The same backstory for Bruce then unfolds. We see the he sees his parents murdered in an alley. In that Seems moment, so much more rough knowing that his 
biological parents got blown up. Yeah. And all of his people just to land here and then be like, what, seven? And then have his parents, parents get shot murdered in front of him. Yeah. So in that oh moment, God. he activated his powers, which then he laser beamed uh, the shooter to death. So that was that was Intense. different. Yeah. Uh, but then he grows up to, you know, do normal Batman stuff. So same ideals as Batman, except he now has the powers of Superman, but he keeps the Batman costume so he can fly. He has super strength, super speed. He still wants to instill fear into humans because they're a cowardly and suspicious lot. And, um, yeah, you have Batman speeding bullets. Nice. We got Batman who laughs. That's the one of the newer ones, yeah. It's one of the newer ones. So basically the idea here is the Joker basically has the Joker toxin inside him. The idea that if Batman ever actually does finally kill the Joker, he will breathe in this toxin and then himself become the Joker, which is exactly what happens with Batman Who Laughs. Mm. So we got an insane Batman that doesn't care about killing, but still has the intelligence of actual Batman. Craziness. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Let's think. Um, In that same storyline, the Batman Who Laughs, that was a part of the DC Metals event. Uh, And there's actually quite a few different Batman that came out of that event we have a we have a red death batman who was like a speedster who was batman we have a batman who's like half um doomsday like a doomsday batman there's quite a few of them yeah yeah so then we have uh another different batman we have back in the 90s i believe is when he started Azrael batman so during the popular storyline of Nightfall, I believe it's called, where Bane breaks Batman's right. back. Yeah. Um, so Bane breaks Batman's back and puts him out of commission for a while. There was a character by the name of Azrael who took over as Batman, but he was a bit more on the extreme side when it came to dishing out justice. And yeah, people didn't really didn't really like that. So <laughs> That happened. Uh, we also had every Robin has tried to take over the mantle of Batman at one point as well. Right. Well, the main four Batman. Right, Robins. the main four. So Damian Wayne, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, and Dick Grayson have all tried the to be Batman at one point. Yeah. So it's, what was the storyline? Battle for the Cow or something like that? Yeah. Fight for the Cow, something Something along those lines. But, yeah, they all kind of take it on. There's a future version of Damian Wayne who becomes Batman. He takes over. And then there's the version of the, I think it's Battle for the Cow or whatever it is. Yeah, where we see uh, Red Hood, uh, Jason Todd, be kind of like a gun one of Batman. And then we see uh, Tim Drake trying to take him down. But ultimately, Dick Grayson is the one that does it and then takes over takes over for a while as Batman. And then he's the one who actually makes Damian Wayne Robin Robin. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Cool. Um, I think my last one's going to be Owl man. I was just about to say that one actually. Yeah. So Owl man, we got the, we got the version from the, the, the injustice league, which is just a parallel universe where the justice leagues, basically villains instead of the good guys. Right. Um, good comic, even good animated movie. Yeah, yeah. So we get to see we get to see Lex Luthor and the Jester, which is their Joker, be heroes instead of villains. And you know your your heroes are villains, and your villains are heroes. 
Instead of a bat was an owl. Yeah. Same that everything else is the same. Exactly the same, pretty that. much. It's yeah. Is the owl the natural enemy of the bat? Is it? I don't know. No idea. I mean they're both nocturnal. Hunt at night. I don't, know. I don't, don't think I don't think I've ever heard of an owl eating a bat. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, but I've never heard of that. Yeah, happen. I don't know if it would happen. Um, so I guess the last one we have to mention, because I just thought about this, we can't mention alternate Batman without mentioning this version of the Batman, which is the Dark Knight Returns Batman. I could have. Which is, <laughs> I mean, go for the, it. the only reason I say that is because he's arguably the most popular Batman when it comes to source material for movies. We should pair this with Kingdom Come Batman, though. Yeah, we could. Uh, but the Dark Knight Returns Batman... Um, the Dark Knight Returns is considered to be one of the greatest Batman stories of all time. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't love that storyline. It's good, but I'm not like overjoyed. Like I'm not blown away by it. But basically, it's a, a Batman story where it's the future. Batman's old, but he decides like he can't give up being Batman. There still needs to be a Batman protecting Gotham which gives Joker purpose again yeah which <laughs> all types of stuff it gives the Joker purpose again all types of good stuff there's an animated movie and there's the comic book you could go either way um, it introduces a female Robin which is cool uh, get the and that's where we get the big yeah. fight with between him and Superman with him in the mech suit and he like wins the fight but ultimately faking his death Yep, and it's a heart attack. Death and then like proves to Superman of like And the people argue if he wins you. it or not because he uses Green Arrow to shoot a kryptonite arrow. That's just resourcefulness. I agree. Look, Green Arrow had one arm. True. And he shot that arrow point blank into Superman's face. Yep. Look, if that's not winning, I don't know what is. I agree. So yeah, Dark Knight Returns Batman. It's the one... It's they drew a lot of inspiration from this Batman for Batman V Superman for that whole movie. And also for, they drew some inspiration from it for the dark Knight rises as well. Hey, do they? Yeah. The one with Bane. Yeah. Maybe not the villain and everything, but the whole idea of like this old beat up Batman who like had gave it up at one point and he has to come back. Do what he has to do. The whole Gotham is just in chaos, so he has to come back. He puts on armor, all this other stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely inspiration drawn from that. Right. For sure. Is that our, uh, I think that's a good chunk. Yeah. It's about 20%, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. So well, we many, got a lot of the cool ones in there. Yeah, we did. There's so many more Batman. I know we focused a lot on like the stories we had actually read, but... We wanted to give you guys like a breakdown of some comic books as well as like yeah. the stuff we could come Good up with. Two prong episode. Yeah. yeah, stuff we could come up with. Quick close call. Head. Out of all the ones we talked about today. Mm-hmm. Favorite. Out of all the ones we talked about today, honestly, my favorite is the, the newest one, the one I just read about. Okay. Tim Fox, Batman. I almost feel like the Darkest Night one's my favorite. I actually really enjoy that read. But I'm going to go with Terry McGinnis. Fair enough. It's an honorable choice. Yeah. All right, guys. You can reach us at Close Calls Pod. You can do it on Twitter. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. You can write us on Gmail. Let us know uh, 
if we let out if we left off your favorite let us know if we uh introduced one that makes you like excited maybe maybe you feel like reading one of these guys out because we talked about us so let us know we'll love to hear some feedback and uh yeah i mean next week we'll be able to talk about the uh schneider cut so that's gonna be yeah exciting. man we got a lot of stuff we got the schneider cut coming out tomorrow uh because we're recording this as of wednesday so we got the Steiner cut coming out tomorrow uh on and thursday let us know we surprised captain america's irish <laughs> true and then we have the falcon and the winter soldier coming out on friday yeah. so all very topical man so yeah we'll be talking about those in the next upcoming episodes and yeah, as always, we talked about comic books in this episode, but I will remind you, like we always do, just because we just broke down the entire comic to you doesn't mean it's not oh, worth Oh, I left read. a ton out. Yeah, so much out. Uh, there's so many little moments. Like you mentioned, like I was laughing a lot in that comic book, and like I can't even remember everything I laughed at, so it's definitely worth still like reading for yourself if it sounds interesting to you. But other than that, uh, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.